Welcome back to Suraj Podcast. In the previous chapter, we heard how Jaikta and the other six were taking Chandu around the marketplace of Lahore to each and every stall where he would be beat with shoes. As they were passing the foundry where Chandu got the hot sand from to pour over Guru Arjan Dev Ji, the foundry worker saw Chandu and he was just furious. So he was made to pour that hot sand over Guru Arjan Dev Ji against his will. And when he saw Chandu walking in front of him, he took his opportunity, he took his burning hot ladle and he struck Chandu in the belly, which ripped and burned open his gut. Chandu's intestines slowly spilled out as he fell on his face. So that's how chapter 11 concludes. Chapter 12 now begins describing how Chandu was on the ground, twisting and turning. The previous chapter described it like a fish out of water. So he was just there on the ground in a crazy amount of pain for about half an hour before dying. Jirtha and the other six then, they called the Jindals and said to them, drag him through shit, then take him outside the city, head to the riverbank of Ravi and chuck him into the river. So the Jindals went and they did this, taking him to the river and then throwing him into the water. And this is how the great enemy of the Guru, Chandu, died. The Sikhs were furious when they saw Chandu torturing Guru Rajan Ji, but now seeing him in such a state, they were in a peaceful and relieved state of mind. They were now all singing, Blessed, blessed is the great warrior Guru Hargobind, who avenged his father in such a fitting manner. No one would have thought that such an important minister to Emperor Jahangir would die in such a dishonorable manner. But Guru Hargobind had performed the impossible. So this is what all the people were singing and talking about while praising Guru Hargobind. The Sikhs who saw this all happen went home. But Jetha, he went directly to the Guru and told them the news. He said, the great enemy of the Guru has died. We dragged him to the river and threw him in. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, whatever he did, he received that in kind. There was no way this great enemy of the Guru would have been saved. Wherever he goes now in the afterlife, he'll receive great punishment for what he did. I have fulfilled my vow now. I have avenged my father's death. Until I avenged his death, there was a burden on my head, which has now been removed. I can now eat, drink, rest in peace. All the worries and anxieties I have have been removed. He died so suddenly, but it was written from the divine that he would die from the hands of that foundry worker. So Guru Hargobind said this and the day passed. The next day, Jahangir came to Guru Hargobind's divan, his court. He met with the Guru and bowed down. They started talking about all sorts of things. And then they started to talk about Guru Arjan Dev Ji. Jahangir said, A very old and exalted Pir told me about Guru Arjan Dev Ji. He explained to me the whole story and glory of Guru Arjan Dev Ji. Blessed, blessed was the vast and deep heart of the Guru who had such power and miracles that had, but even greater resolve and determination. Chandu had slandered the Guru and warped my mind. I had called the Guru, but I didn't hear any word of the Guru after that. I have understood you, Guru Hargobind, to be Guru Arjan Dev Ji's very form. 
I still hope you will forgive any faults of mine. I've handed over to you that idiot Chandu, and I'm trying to do whatever I can to please you. And only if I do my best to please you will I remain without fault in my mind. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, whatever one does, one reaps the fruit of that action. You've not kept any hatred for the Guru's house. You just did whatever that enemy had told you to. And afterwards, you regretted it greatly. And that's why the Guru's house has forgiven you now in all manners. Also, Jandu died yesterday after receiving severe punishment from our Sikhs. Jahangir heard this and said, well, that's great. You revenged the Guru's death and now Jandu has been killed. So in this manner, Guru Hargobind and the Emperor spoke for some time about this and other matters. The Emperor was delighted listening in and he stayed for some time before getting up and heading back to his court. Guru Hargobind spent his time in Lahore in this manner, spending a great deal of time here actually. The news of Jandu, how he was handed over by the Emperor to the Sikhs, how he had died, had spread now across the empire. How Jahangir had become obedient to Guru Hargobind, how he had great faith and love for the Guru now. Whatever Guru Hargobind would request, Jahangir would agree to, even releasing the 52 kings from the Gwalior jail. So in Lahore, Meherwan, the son of Prithichand, heard all of this praise of Guru Hargobind. So as a little aside here, Prithichand was the elder brother of Guru Arjan Devji. And in the stories related to Guru Arjan Devji, there's quite a lot of stories related to the dispute that happens where Prithichand wanted to be Guru, but didn't win the favor of his father, Guru Ramdas. Instead, Guru Arjan Devji ascended to the throne. So there was a long-standing dispute Prithichand orchestrated a lot of deceitful acts towards Guru Arjan Devji and the very young child Hargobin at that time. So these next few chap chapters will talk about Mehrvan, Mehrvan being the son of Prithichand. Uh, Prithichand being Guru Hargobin's taya or dad's elder brother. So Mehrvan would be Guru Hargobin's elder cousin. So Mehrvan is living in Lahore at this time when he hears about the great prayers of Guru Hargobin. And he's just tormented by this. He's thinking, you know, what has happened? Things were going so great, and now look what happened. He was thinking, my father, Prithichand, spent his life fighting with Guru Arjan Devji, and nothing happened, nothing came out of that. He passed away still fighting in this dispute. And at that point, so many people were on our side. And all these people have also passed, like Chandu, and now... Guru Hargobind has taken that revenge on Chandu. What a terrible thing the Emperor has done to give him over to Guru Hargobind. Guru Hargobind must have performed some type of uh, trickery or, or black magic on the Emperor to get him on his side. Such that the Emperor now heads to Guru Hargobind's encampment, often with love and faith for the Guru. This camp of Guru Arjan Devji and Guru Hargobind, they have kept Amritsar from us. They have kicked us out of Amritsar. But in reality, we are deserving of the throne of Guru Nanak. But no one has given us that status. So now I must think of a way to remedy this. Jahangir is clearly deluded. So I must approach the prince, the eldest, Shah Jahan, so he may help us and support us. So Mehrvan was thinking all these things like this, how we should meet with the prince Shah Jahan, who can be the intermediary to introduce me to Shah Jahan, who can sing my praises to Shah Jahan. 
And he was thinking that, well, it must be somebody who's angry or jealous with Guru Hargobind. That person could be our helper in this situation. And eventually, thinking about that, Mehrban thought about Chandu's son. How he would be the right man for the job, somebody who knows the court and who has reach to talk to Shah Jahan. So he was thinking, okay, he'll hear my plan for sure and he'll become our friend as I'm conspiring against the person who killed his father. So Mehrban sent messages to Chandu's son a few times. He got a very fine bug, a, a turban, and a dushalla, a double woven shawl, and some money to give to Chandu's son when meeting him. And when they both met, they both started to slander the Guru. These ignorant fools, they didn't understand the glory of Guru Hargobind. So Mehrban said to Chandu's son, whose name is Karamchand, he said, please arrange a meeting with me and Shah Jahan so that we can kill our enemy. So in the manner that enemies scheme together, that's what these two guys were doing together against the Guru's house. So it was Chandu and Priti Chand who had great hate for Guru Arjan Dev Ji and spent their life doing what they could against Guru Arjan Dev Ji. Now it was Chandu's kid, uh, Karam Chand, and Priti Chand's kid, Mehrwan, who were doing the same to Guru Hargobind. So over the next few days, they spent this time scheming, trying to figure out what to do. And then eventually they went to go meet with the Prince uh, Shah Jahan. So Mehrwan meeting with Shah Jahan says to him, Oh Prince, what can we say? For a long time we have not seen a resolution to our problem. Me and Guru Hargobind, we have the same grandfather, Guru Ramdas. My father, Priti Chand, was older than Guru Arjun. And that's why we should have been installed as Guru. But the younger, scheming son, Arjun Dev, he took the throne and then he kicked us out of Amritsar. I don't have anyone else to support me. It's just me and Jandu's son here. We don't have the reach to meet with your father. Who can explain this to your father? If one understood this properly, what happened, then we would have been given the title of Guru. Shah Jahan, may the true Guru, Guru Nanak, be your support. And we are come to your sanctuary for your support, O Shah Jahan. So Shah Jahan listened to this. Then he, he replied, when the time is right, we will tell our father about this. After he said that, he got immersed in other things. He didn't look too interested. Mehrvan got up from the court, headed out. As he was getting out, he was thinking that uh, probably didn't sit too well. I should meet with him often to slander Guru Hargobin. So he's reminded about this. So meanwhile, the Basant season, spring, had beautifully arrived. Flowers of all varieties of colors were blossoming now. A cold was departing and a great fragrance was coming out from the forests and orchards. When it started to get hot like this, Jahangir was then reminded about Kashmir, where it wouldn't get too hot, and where there were cold rivers and beautiful mountains, where there were beautiful orchards and gardens in which nuts and fruits grow. Only the very fortunate of people at that time would get to enjoy these fruits and nuts. So he thought that he should head back there for the summer, up to Kashmir, and when the monsoon season would hit, then he would come back down to Lahore or Dili area. So with this desire in his heart, he came to the encampment of Guru Hargobind and brought along with him his eldest son, Shah Jahan. Both of them entering the court, they bowed down to Guru Hargobind. Guru Hargobind seated them both close, respectfully. 
and they spoke about many matters relating to attaining and experiencing the divine. After that discussion, Jahangir then said, O Peer, listen, now I'm desiring to head up to Kashmir. So please be graceful upon me, even though I'm not here in Lahore. I am leaving my eldest son, though, Shah Jahan, here to handle this area. He will perform selfless service to you. He knows well about how to handle these matters. And in the same way you were graceful to me, please be graceful and kind to him. Guru Hargobind heard this and then replied saying, Well, the Guru's house is akin to a mirror. Whatever form you take in front of it, it'll display just the same back to you. We have behaved just as you have in front of us. And if he behaves as you have, we'll do the same to him. But yes, go experience that great area of Kashmir where the weather is cool, where there's ice-capped mountains. Go enjoy your rides through the mountains where there is no heavy heat and where the forests are sprinkled with beautiful flowers. But we will stay here. We'll keep our camp in Lahore. We won't go back to Amritsar. We will remain here remembering the divine Parmeshwara. We'll stay here in the same way as when you were here as well. So they had this conversation and then Jahangir headed back to his camp to prepare for his travel up to Kashmir. At that point, he tells his son, Shah Jahan, he says, Guru Hargobind is a peer of all peers, so treat him with great respect and be obedient to them. Whatever they say to you, you should do. I will come back and hear about everything that happened here while I am gone. So don't be disobedient to them while I'm gone. So Jahangir said this to his son before giving him the responsibilities of Lahore. And then he headed out to Kashmir with a great amount of soldiers with him. And that's where chapter 12 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear how Guru Hargobind sends a group of six to chat with Mehrvan in hopes of bringing these two communities together. And we'll hear how that meeting goes. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs>